Speaking of football, there was a lot still on the line when the Tennessee Titans headed into the last week of the NFL regular season yesterday. Would they be the number one seed in the AFC? Would they get the bye in the first round? Or would Kansas City get the number one seed in the AFC? Well, the chips fell in the Titans' favor. The Chiefs won yesterday, but so did the Titans. And that seals the deal for Tennessee. Titans finishing the season 12-5. and And with their victory over the Chiefs earlier in the season, that secured Mike Keith, the number one seed in the AFC, for our Tennessee Titans. Every week counts, doesn't it, Brian? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's what it comes down to is uh, everything that happens every week counts. And if you stayed up like I did and watched the Chargers and the Raiders yeah. come down to a situation where the tie would have sent them both to the playoffs, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was certainly driven home as well. What a bizarre ending to Game 272 and a fantastic weekend of NFL football. And whoever designed all the tiebreakers, whoever came with the TV matchups for this mm-hmm. weekend, uh, whoever did all of it, they couldn't have planned out the end of the regular season any better or scripted the drama that we saw throughout the NFL. I was going to say, when, when it comes down to the last game that goes into overtime and a tie or a win or a loss either way, Either any of those scenarios has an effect on which teams are in and which teams are celebrating and which fan base is happy and which fan base is upset. It was by any stretch of the imagination a very intriguing weekend. Seventy-five of the top one hundred television programs of twenty twenty-one were NFL games. Wow, seventy-five of the top one hundred, wow. and I think the, the reason is. Because they do a great job with matchups, with buildups, with working with their partners. And then, I mean, it's a great game. I mean, let's face it. You had two teams yesterday that it benefited them to lose mm-hmm. to get the number one mm-hmm. pick in the, in the 2022 NFL draft. And they played their tails off and won. And, you know, that just goes to show you you know, how competitive it is from top to bottom. I mean, Jacksonville knocks Indianapolis out of the playoffs. And what's on the line for Jacksonville? If they win, they <laughs> lose the number one pick. Now, as it turns out, Detroit also won, <laughs> so they didn't lose the number one pick. But when, when people don't tank, I mean, it really just doesn't happen in the NFL. And I think that's part of the reason that these matchups were just so fantastic. And then last night, I mean – going down to what was the literal possible last play of the season mm-hmm. to decide which playoff teams go. I mean, that's fantastic. And, I, and, and, and the other the superstar, it would have been Roethlisberger out had they tied. Am I right? Steelers would have been out. Correct. Wow. Correct. And, and I mean... If the two teams had tied, they would have both gone. And it appeared as though the Raiders were playing for the tie. <laughs> Because that was the safest. Because Rich Bisacci is doing the smart thing. He told yeah. the ABC or the NBC announcers, he goes, "Listen, he goes, I'm playing to do whatever it is to make the playoffs. Sure, I don't care. Such a Raiders thing to do, but I agree with him 100. percent And they were going to play for the tie, and then the Chargers took a timeout, which kind of changed the sort of the focus of, of what the Raiders did, gave them an extra second to set up a play call, and then they gained enough yardage to be able to go on and, and kick the game-winning field goal.
It must feel good, though, in, in a Titan situation. Your next road game is potentially the Super Bowl. It's a great feeling. <laughs> uh, it, it's a it's a great feeling. And, and we had very – we're not on the team playing again this year. And so uh, we went down Friday night because we were very afraid our flight on Saturday was going to be canceled with all of the problems going on. And then, of course, with the fact that we had six inches of snow in Nashville on Thursday, um, that canceled even more flights into Nashville. And so all, all of this travel stuff was such a hassle going down. I mean, we got in, and it, and it all worked out. And then coming back last night was surprisingly easy, and all we could think is, we don't have to do this again unless we're <laughs> headed to the Super Bowl. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Mike Brabel and the Titans, um, because it has been a crazy year of travel for just us, and the fact that we could play 11 home games as opposed to eight road games to make the playoffs, mm. I mean, that's a pr- that's taking advantage of your schedule, and that's what the Titans have done this year, especially being 7-2 and two at home. All right, who's the sad? Are the Colts the saddest team because they needed one win oh, yeah. in their last two games? Now, now the Saints were eliminated; they won their game. There are other teams that had uh, Chargers, obviously, last night are, are upset today because they had it right there as well. But the Colts needed one win in their last two right. weeks and couldn't get the job done, including going to Jacksonville. Well, they're the first team in NFL history needing a win over a two-win team to clinch and not to get it. And, you know, they were favored in both games. They were considered the hottest team. At at one point last week, they're still in a position to potentially win the division. And not only do they not win the division, they don't get in. And for all the talk about how hot they were and how Jonathan Taylor ought to be an MVP candidate and how they're the team you don't want to play in the playoffs, well, now you don't have to. Um, I mean, it's a. I mean, it's got to be an incredibly difficult day in Indianapolis today, and I think there's got to be a lot of soul searching done in that organization, starting with ownership on down for for that team. When at their best moments, they were as good as anybody. Mm -hmm. But at their worst moments, they lost eight games, including losing their last two and and losing at Jacksonville for the seventh straight year. Um, My goodness. I would almost say that that was kind of the way the whole season has gone. Teams that were hot didn't stay hot. And you can say the Packers, I don't think the Packers had a whole lot to play for yesterday and i get it and, but but they might yeah. have been the most consistent team and obviously kansas city got hot for a while the titans were obviously hot for a while as as you talked about the colts were hot for, there are a lot of teams you know that kind of flamed out a little bit but it, everyone had their you know had their run of four or five games or something like that it's it really a weird year well, look at us I mean, we nearly handed away a 21-point lead yesterday to a four-win team playing with a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. And in in our situation, as we go to the playoffs, we've beaten the number two seed and beaten the number three seed. Right. We've also lost to the six and the seven seed. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it, it's anybody's ball game. It is anybody's ball game, period. 
And I, I think that's the part of it that jumps out at this moment is that any, I mean, look at the Raiders. They've got to feel great coming into this thing. Mm-hmm. The Steelers have to feel bulletproof right now. They have nothing to lose. I mean, there is no expectation. I mean, on paper, they shouldn't be there. And so, and now they are. And when you, when you look at it that way, I think that's what makes these playoffs so exciting this year because, yeah, Green Bay's probably the most consistent team, but mm-hmm. they can be had. Yeah. And, and, and as you've seen with us, losing to the Jets and losing to the Texans and having some of the difficulties that we've had, we can be had. So there's nobody that you say is Alabama or Georgia, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the semifinals in college football were dead on what, they, what we thought. There were two clear best teams in college football. In, in this situation, who is it? I, I mean, I think I know. I think it's the Titans and the Packers, but there's no sure thing. I uh, was. Well, I was going to say. I, I, I was intrigued by the Roethlisberger thing. He threw one pass in that uh, game-winning uh, drive. I, I just thought it was incredible. You know, I don't think he has it all the time anymore. But on one pass, right. he threw an out, and I mean, the, the the corner was right there, and the corner was within six inches of his hand or whatever it was, and they make that catch and get in field goal range and kick the game winner. So. There was just a lot of intrigue. All right, uh, let's look ahead to to round number one. Titans-Packers weekend off. Get it. Raiders at Bengals, Patriots at Buffalo on Saturday, right? Those two games Saturday. Yes, and uh, intriguing. I I think either either matchup could go either way, which is really exciting. Um, Cincinnati's going to be determined by how healthy Joe Burrow is and and how this group that hasn't been there acts when they get to the playoffs. Huh. Uh, the fact of the huh. matter is their opponent hasn't been there either. <laughs> uh, Derek Carr's never been to the playoffs. His team has been, but he was injured the year he got them there. So that's interesting. And then the two Patriots-Bills games were outstanding. Yes. Totally different games, but outstanding. Uh, that one is a, is a complete toss-up in, in my mind. Buffalo's my Jekyll and Hyde team. There's a couple out there, but Buffalo, yeah. you know, sometimes they just look great. And you go, wow, the balance of power is going there. And then, other, then they'll lose a game they shouldn't lose. It's kind of weird. Sunday, They're Philly. probably the best team on both sides of the ball uh-huh. in terms of talent in the AFC. Quickly, Sunday. If you, put both of, if you put both of their units together, when they play their best, they, those two units are dominant. All right, Philadelphia, Tampa, Sunday, Philadelphia, Tampa, Cowboys at home against San Francisco, Steelers at Kansas City. I like all three home teams. I like the home teams, but San Francisco has a great chance to win against Dallas. Huh. San Francisco's physicality, San Francisco is really dangerous. But, yeah, I like all three home teams. Uh, I do find the matchup intriguing because the Steelers were just in yeah. Kansas City yeah. two weeks ago and got hammered. And so how how will the Steelers adjust this time around, and, and do they have a little something? Can they score enough to make that game interesting? And then the Monday night game is the Rams and Cardinals, and the Cardinals are my other Jekyll and Hyde team. Got off to, obviously, the great start, and then they, they stumbled the last six weeks. Pretty interesting, you know, how good they are, or good they can be, and how, you know, average they can be. 
I'm going to be interested to see what Cam Akers adds to the Rams' attack. Hmm. If he adds a, a different dimension to them, and if they can sort of put their superstar ability in place, Rams can't beat the 49ers. You know that's the whole, <laughs> that's the whole part of just throw that out. The Rams can't beat the 49ers, so take that out of the equation with the Rams. <laughs> but the Rams can beat everybody else. I just wonder, you know this. This Cardinals team has all kinds of age. They're relying on age at a lot of key spots, and I think that has hurt them through the course of the year. Can they get that engine started back up in the playoffs? If they can, they're very dangerous. If they can't, they're one and done. Yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, There's older teams like you talked about. There's younger teams like the Bengals. Are they ready? You know, are they ready for prime time? Can Roethlisberger Mm -hmm. do it again? Roethlisberger versus Mahomes is an interesting matchup. A little contrast there in quarterback styles. I think as intriguing as yesterday, as the weekend was, not just yesterday, as intriguing as the weekend was, I kind of have that same kind of hype coming into the coming into the playoffs. I think it's going to be a bunch of fun. Yeah, super wild card weekend for sure. And uh, I, I like the idea that we get, you know, that we get two games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Yeah. I like the idea of a Monday night game. I mean, some people don't care for that. Uh, well, it's not fair. It's one day less and whatever. Well, so what? I mean, they're, they, they'll be all right. They yeah. get one day more to prepare for this game. They'll yeah. be okay. That's, that's what I thought, too. It, it, it'll all average out. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate sure. it. And uh, you can put your suitcase up until Super Bowl weekend. I hope I hope <laughs> I get to use it one more time for a whole week. That's gotcha. what, that would be the goal. Gotcha. Thank you, Mike.